Hello everyone, it is Sunday morning, October 21st, and I've just gone to the gym, and you know, I'm heading now to campus, you know, first for two meals, a bit of setting, then the girls game this afternoon at one o'clock, um, and you know, while I was at the gym today, I was listening to Dan Pena. It looks like a seminar that he had done maybe around the year 2000 or so. Um, And just to take a step back, Dan Pena is basically this guy that is in the sort of, he's in the self-help personal development space, but he wouldn't say so. He would, he's very much, he's like, defines himself, I guess he's the best success teacher or something like that. He wants to be the best of that of all time. Um, and the way he quantifies that is you're basically value created. Because um, he says, you know, money is not everything in life, but money is the only thing that people count. Uh, you know, that's where, that's the only place where people really keep score. They don't keep score of how many times you, you donated, you, you spent time at a charity or, or you did whatever. You don't, they don't count how many times you did this did that but they count how many times or they count how much money you've made and so what he calls himself is a 50 billion dollar man um and for the people that need a bit of motivation or need a bit of perspective or whatever also need a bit of business advice he's not a bad person to to go to because he'll give you that sort of old-fashioned sort of hard hard man perspective that let's be honest, it's probably missing in today's society. Um, but what I really want to get to was one of the things he said today in that seminar from around the year 2000. And it was, it was something along the lines of either set your goals, set your dreams. You know, set your dreams to something that will transcend and basically go beyond your lifetime. You know, what does this mean? Basically, he says he has two regrets in life. First, I'm not sure what branch of the, of the military he was in, but he was in the U.S. military. Uh, he was trained and everything, but never saw combat. This is the first of his, of his two regrets. To, and, you know, it's such a large regret to the point where he, he tears up when he talks about it. Um, and then basically he has this second, uh, a big regret in which, you know, given what he knows he's capable of, he, uh, you know, believes that basically he didn't set his goals big enough. And, you know, at age 20, before you've hit these sort of roadblocks in life you you start to take on the baggage the relationships the kids etc the bills etc etc i think there's no better better statement than than to do exactly what he said develop goals develop dreams that will you know transcend your life that will basically go beyond 
um, you know, and made at this point appear as if they're not attainable in the in the 60, 70, 80 years you have left. Um, but the, the sort of reason why I mention it is because it's because basically I have this uh, you know interest, desire, whatever you want to say to to go into European football and you know as a sort of a bigger point when people start to think about you know how you get into life how you go about your career etc etc a lot of the people that I've talked to whether or not they're qualified to speak on these types of things will will say oh you know things happen for a reason serendipitous moments etc etc which is great but there's a variety of different ways that you can make a play you know speaking to myself about how to get into European football you can you know just get a job etc etc try to move your way up in the team um you know you can try and use other people's money to invest and try and grow the the asset value um, you know, there, there's a variety of ways to start a company, try and sell to teams. But the problem is, like, European football is just this sort of zero-sum business in which for every dollar we make, we're going to spend. And, you know, football clubs are not Fortune 500 corporations that have, you know, millions to spend on these sort of B2B companies that, you know, provide a service or whatever to make the, the Fortune 500 more efficient. And so it's becoming increasingly more apparent that maybe the 20, you know, as a 20-year-old getting into the space right off the bat is the correct thing to do, uh, which is obviously unfortunate, but... Um, you know, because people say follow your passion, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But I think that you have to go beyond this sort of, you know, believing that serendipitous moments will carry you as long as you're looking for. And you have to say, okay, well, what what are the correct chess moves that I need to make, regardless of you know improvements in technology, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, to sort of you know, create a life that justifies the suffering. And so with that in mind, you know, going back to Dan Pena's thought, have, have dreams that transcend your life. It, may, it basically puts me in the mindset of if my life could go no better, like if there was if there's literally no possible life better than the one that, that I could think of, what would that be? I think that's an amazing uh, sort of headspace to be in. Um, I know for me that makes me think, all right, where, where's, what's the crossroads of what I'm interested in and where are there massive needs in society? 
first, the first two that come to mind are education and, um, you know, sort of food and health and stuff like that. The country is so unhealthy. How do we get, you know, how do we improve that? I think those are the two sort of startup-y things that I would go into. And then obviously sort of any, you know, people with hundreds of millions, any billionaires, obviously in real estate. So, you know, bringing in many revenue streams or multiple revenue streams via real estates. And then I think the sort of the, the real, real answer to a dream that would transcend my life would be to own, you know, rather this idea of, oh, let's buy a fourth division team and flip it. It gets to the second division, you know, make whatever margin there is there. And instead to actually, you know, own a club like a Man United or something like that. I think that would be the top 1% life of potential um, variations in my life. And so I think that is how I would justify the suffering.